When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome along to Live Match Reaction. CGM, I hope you're still here. I hope you're still awake and your milk and cookies haven't sent you to sleep yet. Yes, hello, I'm Martin. And before I introduce Scotty and Kerr, I just want to get this out of the way, straight away. Yes, my hair is a disgrace. Right, I understand that. I get that. I'm going to do which, something about it. Which so one? Curry Muncher, the top or the bottom? The, everything. Everything, <laughs> right. So Curry Muncher, just shut up. Right, that's what you I'm, need, I'm just You need to start wearing the hats. Aye, I need to start doing something because this is a disgrace. Anyway, right, I'm gonna, joined we're by crowdfund you a haircut. <laughs> I know, please do. Joined by Scotty. Scotty, my friend, how are you? How was your holiday? Oh, it was amazing. I'm I'm re-energized, and I say re-energized, I'm bloody knackered because I think I'm still two hours, two hours time difference, and I'm ready for my bed. Anyway, it's wonderful to be here, wonderful to be back. How is everyone? I would, do you know what? I shouldn't have mentioned it. Well, straight away, sorry, care in a minute. Thomas, wow. medieval times. It's not that bad. <laughs> Jesus, man. Anyways, care. I see you more than I see my missus. How are you? I'm fine, man. I'm fine. Good, uh, good second half, so I'm happy. Right, before we come to the game, um, we have to obviously discuss the breaking news of the day, Scotty, and that is that Glenn Kamara is now signed up until 2025. So regardless of what happens with transfers, regardless of what happens at the end of this season, next season, we've got him, he's signed up. The, the world is great again. Oh, it was brilliant. It was so... Uh, I mean, I think it's been rumoured, oh, it was done ages ago, always not signing it. He must be off, he's going, he's coming, he's staying. I don't know. But that was out of the blue. And that, I think that was just... Uh, a bit of an injection that as a fan base that that we all needed because I know we're top of the league we're in the Europa League group stages you know things on the face of it are looking healthy but there's a lot of doom and gloom like Goldson Kamara contract situations and all that mm-hmm. but that was a real injection I, I, I was absolutely buzzing I was absolutely buzzing when I found out the news. So I'm absolutely delighted. He's one of my favourite players. I called it as soon as he signed. I think I saw him like three times. Three times after he signed him in February. And I said, this boy, if if he gets in this first team, he's not being shifted. He's just a quality, quality footballer. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes in his career. And thankfully, at the moment, his career is outrageous. 
And regardless, and, and we'll, we'll, dis, we'll discuss, for, I know Scotty has to get to his bed, right? So I'll try and keep this short. Yep. Um, we will discuss Kamara's playing, what he brings to the team care. But even if it is rumoured that he's going to go and play for this team, that team, now for Rangers, we've got that benefit of, well, he's going to have to go for a, a really good yeah. few quid. It's good for us, it's good for him, because he's gets obviously we'll get a wee pay rise. He's, he's going to be settled because he knows he's got a security of contract. But also, if anybody comes in, I don't know if there's a, a release price attached to his contract. But if anybody Martin, comes in, they're going to have to pay just, top dollar. Martin, have you just farted there? <laughs> no, no, what happened was... <laughs> Sorry, dog, he's, he's like really rude it. there. He's just like... No, the, the dog was starting to very much misbehave. And anybody who's a regular viewer of this podcast will know that for the day and hour that I've got Teddy, all he does is annoy me. So he's been putting in a living room out of the way. He's now staring at me. So let's carry on, Kerr. Sorry, what were you saying? I said it was good that he signed because he's now he's going to can settle down for the rest of the season on he's got a contract there. We can also settle down knowing he might be here for a good few years. If he's not, we'll sell him for top dollar. But either way, we don't have to worry about it. Just Connor goals in next, in which I think I think Connor will still go myself, but you never know. Oh, curry muncher, curry muncher. Was it the dog that cut your hair? I've not had my hair cut. It's just still growing. You've um, got a brush. And and look and look, Scotty, back back to the back to the football. With Kamara as well, it takes away that whole will he sign, won't he sign pressure off Kamara. So it can only help his performances as well. Now that he's signed his contract, his future's set. Just carry on with the football. Aye, well, I don't think it it particularly affected him much. I mean. Fritz has signed in the rumour a while ago. So I can't remember how long ago it was. Gerard mentioned that the deal was on the table. His representatives were happy with it. Rangers were happy with it. It's just a matter of signing it. So if you think between that point and now, it must have been sorted for an awful long time. It just needed signing on the dotted line. So I'm not sure how much it affected the performances. I think the it might have created some anxiety amongst the support particularly towards Kamara. Now, I don't know if that affected it. But I, I, I don't know. Kamara is just such a consistent performer that he does everything so well. And he's neat and tidy. Uh, yes, OK, well, occasionally he does give the ball away, but he's a footballer. I mean, who doesn't? Um, yeah. Brilliant. Happy. Happy. Absolutely. It's the last time I'm going to mention it tonight, right? And, and we're leaving it there, and anybody else who comments will be getting ignored. I need a haircut, I need a shave, and Jimmy Duff, no, my head is not on upside down, right? My head is just fine, the way it is. Right. Let's get to tonight's game. Just before we do, obviously we're live on YouTube, we're live on Twitter. If you're watching on Twitter, please give us a like and a wee retweet. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, please do subscribe. We're getting so, so close to the 3K subs, Mark. So if you're watching and you haven't subscribed, just subscribe. It's free. What isn't free is if you want to support the podcast, it's £2 a month over on Patreon. Loads of extra shows. Kerr does hundreds of them. I know for a fact that his missus hates me. But if you want to help support the podcast, link is in the description. Get over to Patreon, £2 a month, less than a cup of coffee, and help support the podcast because we want to roll with the times and become a real part of fan media. Right, Scotty, 2-0 Livingston. First half, there was that. Uh, there was a lot of moans and groans, right? But we created two or three chances that we should have took, which would have made the game far more comfortable. We didn't. Half time came. We're all worried. 
bring on your main man. What was everybody worried about? Exactly. Couldn't put it back myself. Do you know what? I was I was actually watching that first half and I was thinking for the first 20 minutes, this is the intensity that we've mm-hmm. uh, we've missed. It was almost like we started the game with the mentality that we're 1-0 down and we've got 10 minutes to go and we're chasing the game. It was actually really refreshing to see. And I don't know whether that was the inject- injection of the youth, particularly on both flanks with Patterson and Bassey. Mm-hmm. What they did, they, they got the ball and they both drove with the ball. They weren't looking for the easy pass inside, pass and move, pass and move. They took a man on, they made them commit, and then they gave the ball. And I think that's something that we've lacked, particularly since the start of the season. It's all been very, very passive. There's not been much uh, want for a confrontation, want to get physical. But these you, you these guys weren't really afraid of that. Um, but typically... When you start with that energy, it's never going to continue for 90 minutes, let alone, well, never going to continue for 45 minutes, let alone 90 minutes. So I wasn't particularly surprised to see it drop off after 20 minutes. But then I was reading the comments at half time going, oh, this is so slow, pedestrian, walking football. And I was thinking to myself, I don't actually think it was that bad. Apart from sticking the ball in the back of the net, and Bassi should have scored, Patterson should have scored, uh, Morelos should have scored. Um, probably a, a, we could have had a couple more goals elsewhere. I mean, a rebo. I don't know what happened to rebo. His final touch seems to desert him. Anyway, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm watching it now, so. Well, with, with a rebo, I know I get it. I get it. I get it. Kurt, like what Scott is hit the nail on the head for me. The first half, it was a wee bit flat. I, I put that on Twitter at half time, and I've got a new Twitter by the way, in case anybody's wondering. Yes, I've got my own. And it's that new that I can't remember what the Twitter handle is. So it's uh, Rabble Rangers, mate. No, no, it's, I've it's, changed it. I changed it and I can't remember what it was. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, got, got 100. <laughs> yeah, got 100. Yeah, actually, I'm going to make it that. Well done, Keir. Um, right. <laughs> somebody's already put that in the comments. I can take the slagging on it, guys. But we just turned this into a Martin's Haircut podcast. <laughs> that one we'll um, but Keir, was the first half for you as bad as what? A lot of people were making out on social media with the chances we created. It was a wee bit flat, but I don't think it was really that bad. It was flat, and I commented on the the group as well, and I said, we, we slow it down, we play it walking pace, it's side to side. Nobody wants to play a forward pass, but me up the tempo and play the one-touch stuff, we created chances. And if right, it took his chance, or Bassey, or Patterson, and it went in, then the game's totally different, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you seem to take a step back and we slow things down to try and get going again. It can stop us getting going. Be head, the head's going down with a few players. But I thought Livingston never caused an issue, but they kept their shape. And we were, I hate the fact that we constantly go side to side across because you're not making any inroads in, in towards our goal. But when we did step, Aribo was trying, but he was losing the ball a few times. But the difference was when you've got players like Hadjit come on, they mm. can see the pass through there. Instead of going side to side, they go forward. And then it puts the defenders on the back foot and half to turn again, whereas going side to side, they're not turning. They're just going to cross the part and fall on you. So we've been doing that since the start of the season, to be honest with you, Martin. And it's time we start to up our game because when we do up the tempo and play the one-touch stuff, we're a, we a really good side. So we are, but it's when we slow it down, we start to let other teams in it. We like we done with Motherwell. Right, you touched on Aribo, Scotty, and Ricky Forbes. It's Aribo needs to do so much more. He is 25 now, not a kid. Being, ve- being good every five weeks is not good enough. Is that fair? I think that's 
probably a little bit harsh. I think there's a, there's a few players that could do with rolling up their sleeves, but I don't think you can really level that at, at Ariba. I think he's been he's actually one of the better players since the start of the season. Never shies away, always looks for the ball, always an attacking threat. He's always, What he does is, is he picks up the ball at the edge of the box and he keeps the ball and he draws men and then he plays a pass. And there aren't that many players that have the composure to be able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. And we we talk about the guy that came on, and for me, probably have the telling contribution, Haji, he can't do that. Haji's very, very good at the first instant pass, the, the, the first touch, oh, away, go, quick, really speedy. But if he tries to take the ball in, he'll lose it more often than not. Yeah, I could do. Give the ball away, possession. So you need these players to be able to do different things to draw the defenders. He isn't necessarily always going to be able to be the one to get the shots away or have that final pass, but he certainly contributes in build-up play. He certainly works hard and he's always available in space. So I think that probably is a little bit harsh. Um, I think I think there's there's other members of the squad or the first team that have contributed more so and get a quite a, quite a, an easy pass, to be honest. Well, Scotty, I'll take us straight back to you. Curry Muncher said, but that's the thing, Scotty, he is not making the pass. It depends on what pass. What the final pass? I was just yeah. saying, you wouldn't necessarily do that anyway. Uh, and, you know, I even said his final, final ball, final touch has pretty much deserted him today. Mm -hmm. uh, but, as I said, in the weeks leading up to today, I don't think you can really level that at him in particular. Don't don't get me wrong. There's room for improvement, but there's a room for improvement for absolutely everyone in that team. Well, listen, there's room for improvement in like, the famous Barcelona team that beat everybody. Everybody can improve. Uh, mm -hmm. Care hindsight's twenty twenty. I always say it because nine times out of ten we discuss the selection, the starting eleven, and there was always going to be changes. Was there any yeah. that surprised you tonight? I thought maybe um, Sakala might have got a start, might have got the minutes that he needed. Um, Patterson obviously coming in, we expected that. The big thing was who was going to play in goals. We knew it wasn't going to be McGregor, but was it going yeah. to be McLaughlin or McCrory? And obviously he went with McLaughlin. To be honest with you, John McLaughlin didn't have a safety mate, did he really? No. He didn't do a no. lot. I thought, I thought the team was fine. I thought the selection was fine because they knew for last season he had to go through tonight. And I thought we, we were never under pressure to not go through. It was just converting the chances we were creating and we eventually done it and after we scored the two goals we looked more comfortable but the, the selection was fine Bassey coming and done well Patterson coming and done well I thought Lundstrom in the last couple of games has done really well and I know he's getting a lot of slag I know it's only been Livingston and Motherwell he's played and, but he's done well tonight he was because Davis isn't there he had a bit more room to play, play in mm -hmm. and he was, making, he was making the pass quicker than he was before and he was he was winning the ball back quite a lot tonight which I liked about his performance Lundstrom I thought we actually done okay. We just if we can just up the tempo a bit more often like we done last season, we'll be able to win the games far easier and not having to put us in the edge of our seats complaining in the morning all the time. I want to come back to Lundstrom, Scotty, I do, but we've got a question for Sophie Hughes, but I do I do want to come back to Lundstrom. Um Sophie's saying, What did you guys think of we Bakuna tonight? Now, Scotty, it's really hard to tell because he came on late on in the game, but he did show glimpses. You know that he's got that attacking threat, but it's really difficult to judge on what did he get, 20 minutes? 
Uh, yeah, I'm really disappointed I didn't get to see more of him. Um, and I've been quite critical in the fact that he comes on and he plays in this weird forward position. I'm expecting to see him central midfield. And until we get him to see in that role, uh, I don't think it'd be fair to judge on what we see. I think it's just a case of getting him on the pitch, getting minutes in the legs anywhere. He's not really going to affect the game from when he comes on or where he plays. So in that respect, it's a little bit disappointing. I'm excited to see what he brings to the side. I think he can bring an awful lot to the side. Um, he's got, he shows glimpses of quick feet, doesn't he? Um, but he's still, I think he's just, he needs the minutes mm-hmm. because he can be a bit raw, rash, that kind of thing. And I don't think he really knows who his teammates are, but that's, that's to be expected. But um, if you think, we're now coming into a busy period of um, fixtures and probably the crunch time would be mid-December. So now it's about the time, you know, by the time that point comes around, I'm sure it'll be flying. I know. By the way, the reason I keep looking is because my dog is going absolutely mental. Uh, but, but I can't look. Bakuna, there was a couple mm-hmm. of times, a couple of things that he'd done where I went, it made me go, oh, by the way, he's got something about him. But again, the question Sophie's asked is far, far too early to start judging judging him. As I don't think I don't think he played with Huddersfield in the last season that he was there and uh, I think the only time he ever played was with his country. It just few and bar, far between. So he's not had probably a lot of football in the last twelve months, to be honest with you. So he's come into a new team, new teammates, not got a lot of minutes under <coughs> his belt. So he needs to just settle. He need to give him time. The more he trains with his teammates one against another them. If we can get some minutes here and there, and then as Scotty said, we've got a, quite a, a long, uh, a long, quite a period coming up with a lot of games coming in and out, week, midweeks and weekends. So you will, you will get more minutes. And he does look, it does look like there's something about him. He looks quite technical. He looks like he's more of a midfielder. I agree with that myself. And he has a wide player, but it depends where we play him because we've got a lot of people that can play in the centre of the park. Aye, well, we'll obviously need to wait and see, and, and you know how Rangers fans are famous for reserving judgment on players. Uh, Scotty, back to Lundstrom, I thought, and again, I, I don't want to caveat it by saying it was only Livingston, because I mean, Livingston beat Prime Barcelona at the weekend, so we've got to be a team taken very, very seriously. Um, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's given himself a good foundation to build on. Uh, again, a little bit like the the Scott Wright train that we had mm-hmm. at the start of the season and the last season, yet to be overly convinced by quality, by his quality. I'm expecting him to put in that kind of performance if he was going to play that role anyway, a solid 7 out of 10. Um, I wouldn't really say it was any more because I think he could have done more and been brave. However, and I will say this, he's had a real tough time. Mm-hmm. So for him to come in, and actually put in that solid, solid performance. <laughs> you could see your dog in the background. See, see that solid performance. I was actually, I was, I was absolutely delighted for him. I really was. Um, as you said, his reading of the game was a lot better. I think he could still be a bit quicker about the park. Um, he played some nice passes. He spread the ball quite well. I mean, I think. See, see, the, the, the problem that we've got is we need to give him a run of five or six games. And he needs to have that run in the one position. And it's probably going to be that position because, let's face it, he's not that number eight that we thought we were getting. All of a sudden, he's now turned into like a number four or number six, depending on where what generation you are. So now 
do we give him that run? Hmm. I don't think we can, can we? Can well, we? The, the, the question is, and Kerr, I'll take it to you. In fact, he's can both answer it. I don't care. Um, the question is obviously going to be now, can him and Stephen Davis play in the same team? I think him, Davis and Kamara are very similar. So I wouldn't play three of them because there's not a lot going forward out of three of them. So you're going to have to leave someone out to put a more forward-thinking midfielder. So that's where the problem is going to lie with Gerard. We all know each manager. Every manager has their favourites. They'll always pick no matter what. So, And I think Stephen Davis is kind of nailed on for a place in the team and so is Kamara. So mm-hmm. I think Lindstrom's not going to get five or six games in a trot starting. I think it will be a game starting here. Maybe coming off the bench in a game starting here. But I do agree with Scott. He needs... Every player needs a run of games. That's the thing before you can actually see what they offer. But a club at the end is very hard to do that because one of bad, two bad performances, you see the other fans are on their back and then they maybe get dropped and they'll get a game again. Like Scott Wright played a couple of bad passes tonight and they lost a forward ball and he's hooked off the part and the comments on Twitter are saying, no, he's not as good as I thought he was. He's had a bad half of football. Everybody has a bad game now and again. So don't, don't ball them up one minute and knock them down the next. That's not how it works. You have to support the players whether they're good or the bad. But I think Lundstrom just going to have to bide them time. Stephen Davis isn't always going to be there. And Lundstrom's been signed for a few seasons. So he'll get his minutes, but he'll just going to have to bide his time for a long run of games. Right, shall we do something um, that I don't think we ever actually do on match reactions? And that's look at some of the chances and talk about the goals. I, I mean, we never do it. So why not? Why not try before? Scotty, you bust, and we'll all come to your main man, Hadji, I promise. Um, so, I mean, early on in the game, Nathan Patterson started, obviously, hasn't played since Scotland. And right at the kind of beginning of the game, he breaks through, Scotty, and I thought it was a deflection that put it back into his path, but he actually played a, a looked like, anyway, a lovely one-two with Morelos, and he's got to score that, hasn't he? Yeah, Has he got to him? I've been too harsh. Um... Probably. I mean, he's a 19-year-old right-back that probably doesn't play as much as he should, so therefore he wouldn't really have the composure in front of goal. He does find himself in those positions, and it is a natural instinct that got him there. So you'd think... Do you know what? The the hard part was, and you saw Bassi when Bassi on the other side later on, and I know you'll come to that chance anyway. But the difference between the two was Patterson looked like scoring. Yeah. And it was a good it was a good save mm-hmm. from the keeper. So you can't really level that at, at him. He did he did the, the right things, kept it low, hard, on target. Perhaps if he knew he had more time, then he, he probably looked to side foot it into the, the keeper's near post corner. Um but yeah, he he did everything right and it was a good save from the keeper, and it was it was a shame that you couldn't finish it off with a goal. But it was as I said, like what I loved about the, the Bassi and Patterson was the fact they picked up the ball in tight areas on the touchline. They didn't mm. look for the easy pass inside because all that does is, Kerr was saying, invite the play to go from side to side. Mm. They drove, they committed men, and then then they created the space for the other players. And you could see in that first twenty minutes, it was it was a it was it was refreshing to watch. The great thing about Patterson Care is all he wants to do is get that ball and run and he's got pace to burn. I don't think everything quite came off for him tonight, but of course that's going to happen. He's a young guy, he hasn't played, the ball was getting caught under his feet at times, but he just doesn't stop. No, he doesn't. He's a bit like, he's only 19, he's 
played probably played a few games. He's played a few games for Scotland, played a few games for Rangers. He's still learning, but he's another one who's going to need a run of games. I'm not sure if he's going to get five or six games in a trot either. Do you know that way? But you can see when he got forward, like Scotty said, he, he put his chance on target. The keeper made a save, which was exactly the right thing to do. But the good thing is he's getting any positions and he keeps trying to get any positions. He keeps trying to get forward. I mean, he does lose the ball. His first instinct is to turn and get back and defend as well. He's not one of these players who just say, like, I've lost it, somebody else can defend for me. Mm. He gets back and defend as well. So he's got a lot of stamina in him. He's got an engine in him, Nathan. And hopefully we can keep him because that's my only doubt with Nathan. Hopefully the club can keep him. Not so much Nathan staying at the club. Hopefully we can keep him because I think in the long term he could be a future captain for us because he's only going to get better. Oh, no, 100%. And then, Kerr, can I, I think this kind of summed up Scott Wright's night, which is difficult to say if you try and say it fast, right? right. Beautiful pass for Goldson, which he was doing all night. Um, his distribution for centre-back is just phenomenal. If that's Ryan Kent, Ryan Kent's taking that down. Probably skying it over the bar, right? But he's taking it down anyway. Just miscontrolled that great chance. And I think that was just the tail of Scott Wright's night. He was. He was, he was there, his effort was there. He was trying. Nothing was coming from And people, I read that on Twitter, people saying, if that's Ryan Kent. But Ryan Kent started the season on and off as well. He's four and he's always still there, though. It is, but he's missed chances like that as well. So I'm not going to blame Scott Wright for that. I have to players. He was just having an off night, but he was still trying. You could see he was still trying, and he was he was actually annoyed himself for not not taking it. But he made the run. He's still making the runs as well. He's not hiding. That's what I like about players like that. And Kent's the same. They don't hide, even when they're playing bad. They're playing below what they should be playing. They don't hide. They still try and go. They still try and make the same runs. So it's good. That is good to see. It's players who maybe make it and stop making the runs because I think I'm playing rubbish here. I'm going to start hiding. They want the ball as much, but he doesn't hide. And then you talk about touches, Scotty Bassey takes the ball down brilliantly, does great on the left, cuts inside, does everything perfect, and, and then the back. <laughs> his right foot comes into play. You just shut up, Kerry, because I know you don't like Bassey, I'm taking this to Scotty, because at least Scotty's a nice person, and he just skies it over the bar, so he's clearly not getting any right foot at all. Do you know what you said, that I actually thought that after he, after he blew in that, but... Um, a couple of moments later, he picked up the picked up the ball with his right foot, and he fired one straight back to John McLaughlin. Pinpoint accuracy, <laughs> hard and low. And I thought the boy does have a right foot. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that was a great run. That that deserved a goal. But you could tell you you just knew that the big boy was just getting so excited, and he's just absolutely thwacked it. <laughs> just sailing sailing into the brew the broomy, but. Um, yeah, no, it's a shame. It's a, it's a great touch, though. Great run. Is. Great, great angle of the run. And another great ball by Goldson. Yeah. Um, and do, do, tale of two bits of composure. The first bit to, to shimmy inside with a defender, sent him for a hot dog, and then took another touch. And you think, oh, he has got composure. And then, <laughs> oh, my God, what a finish that was. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get a bit of stick for that in training. And I suppose, and I. I I always feel as if this is quite a negative podcast, and I think it may be my fault, because Jamie hosted the other night, and everything was dead upbeat. His wee bald head was shining. He was the eyes were gone. The eyes were gone, right? <laughs> Honestly, he looked like a beautiful alien, right? That's what he looked like. Um, I hope he's watching. So they are. Um, but, but Kerry, <laughs> I, think, 
<laughs> he'll be waxing his head. He'll be there on his laptop writing another Glenn Kamara article. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, but I think just the issue, care with Bassey is that final ball. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I don't dislike him. I just think he, he's not good enough long term. I could be proven wrong. I hope he does prove me wrong. I just feel he's not got enough, not enough belief in himself. A couple of times he gets into a space and he think just cross it in. And he, he makes a mess here, he doesn't think what he's doing. I'm just, I don't oh, know. I don't so know if that is. You're a walking contradiction, man. And two minutes ago, you said, oh, sport and food thick and thin. And he's going, oh, what well, is no, crap, isn't I just, I just, I didn't say he was crap. I just think, I just think one he he's, he's, he's not he's not good enough. Himself. He's, he's, listening to, he's probably listening to you too much. Probably. <laughs> I just I just don't think he's good enough long term. But if he proves me wrong, then I'll say I'm sorry. But I just don't think he's good enough long term. I'm not the only one, Martin. No, listen, you're no, you're no, you're definitely not. You're definitely not. But look, there was a question, and I really want to find it because it's something I want your opinion on. Because it's Stephen Kelly. We talk about him just about every single podcast. Stuart King, St- uh, Stephen Kelly, not making the bench. Must not be good enough in training. Um, I don't know if Stephen Kelly might be carrying an injury, so I don't want to say that Gerard doesn't like him, Scotty. But if he's not, the fact that he's not making the bench tonight and Brandon Barker is, no offence to Brandon Barker, but we all know he's just not Rangers quality. There's definitely some kind of issue there. Yes, yes and no. We touched on this in our group chat and I'm still undecided whether it's an issue or not. Um, we have got a lot of games coming up and we've had a few games and we've been really unsettled in terms of the lineup. There's a lot of guys, and bearing in mind we're able to make five subs, so we're able to get a lot of guys on the pitch. There's a lot of guys, first team guys, that need minutes in the legs. We're talking on the bench, Bakuna, Arfield, Hadji, uh, Davis, just in case, uh, another central midfielder as well, maybe. I don't know. But that's a lot of central midfielders. And to add Stephen Kelly on to that and this seven subs or nine subs or whatever, you're, you're taking away from other areas of the pitch where we're short. So I can see why Bark is included because, heaven forbid, we were training and we needed someone with pace and it wasn't working for right. And Bark, yeah, he, can, he is someone that can come in. We also need defenders on there because... Bassi, uh, Barisic, Tav. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden the spaces on the bench don't come in, but we need guys like Arfield to get minutes in their legs. So if they are called upon in bigger games, because we've seen how Gerard uses guys like Arfield on European nights, and he's not necessarily going to do that for Kelly. Kelly's time will come. If it's not today, his time will come. Um, so let's just wait and see. I mean, personally, I actually love the guy, so... Yeah, yeah. But listen, CJM's asking, Kerr, did Davis need to be on the bench? Surely give him the night off and get Kelly at least on the bench. I don't think we will see him this season. There's always going to be this reaction. Look, Stephen Kelly's a young boy, came through the ranks. We all, as supporters, want to see more Nathan Patterson's breaking through. Um, but So did Davis need to be on the bench? Or is Scott right in what he's saying, that there's just too many midfielders to pick from? He probably never needed to be on the bench, but I don't know if a manager just try to protect himself in case, like last season, out the Cups before the semi-finals, he doesn't want to do that again. So that's probably how he put Davis here, for protection. But 
probably looking at it now. He probably didn't have to be on the bench. He could have played Kelly. But even if Kelly was on the bench, would they come on? That's mm. the thing. And I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I feel Kelly has a future because I, I, he's got a bit of quality. He's still learning and you can see the way he plays or something about him. And I hope he eventually does make the first team. But I don't know if it's going to be this season because I don't know why he wasn't sent out on again, even even just to January, just to give him yeah. some football. Because just training every day with reserves, he's much sharpness, doesn't he? Want to be there to come in and give him a run of games? It's like I know I see somebody mention Charlie McCann with training with the first team, but that's just a wee boost to give him some training time with the first team. That's nothing else to say. Yes, you're, you're going to be included in the next game. It's just a boost training with the first team players because he's doing well with the B team. That's all that is. I know, and me and you were at the Bonnie Rig Rose game, Kerr, and we've seen him, and he, he looks a quality player. But listen, that's for another podcast. Yeah, that's his yeah. match reaction. And Scotty's got 13 minutes left until he, he's got his nightcap. That is a shout. That is a good <laughs> shout. <laughs> right, let's talk about the football before Scott signs off. Uh, Scotty, second half starts. Hadja comes on, right goes off. Um, and. Pfft, a guy who you've defended from day dot, Whew, what a difference he made. I don't think I've, I've necessarily defended. I've just been a huge champion of his. I, um, I think he's very much aware of his flaws, and I think he's worked really, really hard on them. I tell you what, his physique has changed a lot. I see where he come on; he's like muscles. Yeah, he's muscled up. Yeah, muscles. So that's that's really good to see, uh, and he's clearly robust from some of the tackles that have come in flying in on him um but yeah it's just a game changer isn't he always mm-hmm. these tight games nil nil one one Haji needs to be on the pitch because he makes the difference he makes the difference as I said right earlier you've got a rebo who's keeps the ball draws players and he just lays it off and creates space for others Haji sees things that I don't. I don't know how he he sees them. Exactly. He just. He just. And his feet are so quick when he's making that decision to play the pass. I can't get my head around it. And that's that's the difference maker of what he can be. The thing is, people get frustrated because it will seem like he's trying these flicks and he'll lose the ball quite a lot. Mm-hmm. He very much plays percentages that he knows that. He'll get 10 of these opportunities to play this pass. On a good day, three or four may find the man. On a bad day, he knows he'll get one. And that one chance is the difference maker. And that mm-hmm. potentially could have been what it was today. Um, yeah, absolutely love him. I hope we get to keep him for a long, long, long time. I know. Can you imagine we had Haji against. Mullerwell, Kerr, Ricky Forbes, Hadji woke up, Ruth and Morelos, outstanding cameo. He did, but ha- like we've been saying, Hadji's just different. How he, watch, he sees a game different from other players. He's probably two steps ahead or, or two moves ahead of some players. He sees things opening up before other players do. And he can go with left or his right foot, so it's quite difficult for defenders to predict what way he's going to go because he can use either foot. So he's not always going to go down the right side or go down the left side. He can go either way. And like Scotty said, he has bulked up a bit and I think he's been playing more with Romania as well. So he's getting more game time in his country. He's getting he's doing more obviously in the gym and he's doing more with us. He looks a lot more sturdy than he did last season. And some of the tackles on him tonight were shocking. I thought I thought this when the boy flew in. I don't know how that was in a red car because even though he never really touched him, 
but the intentions are flying in. Come on, his studs are off the ground, his legs are off the ground, and the referee just came down. It's fine. Don Robertson, I think it was, wasn't it? It's no. shocking, man. And he's getting no a lot of No, he's getting a lot of abuse, Hadji. Never talk about that with Hadji, but other players that get abuse to talk about it in the media. But Hadji is one of these guys who is a game changer for us, especially in European games as well. He can, he's got that bit of quality we need. But he, mm-hmm. hopefully he's back now for the COVID issues and he stays for injury because he's going to be important for us. So that's a red card for you, Scotty? Well. Right. He intentionally hurt Hadji, of course it is. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, though. I t- um, you, you get this sense with uh, Haji and his demeanour and his aura. See when the pressure's on, he fucking loves, he relishes the challenge. Mm-hmm. He, it's like he wants to be the hero. He wants to drag the team out from the crap that we're playing and he wants to make us play better. He's got such determination and you need guys like this. And I think really we've only got one and that's him. Mm-hmm. We need more guys like him. But it's a personality trait that you just can't pick out and sign players with it that also have the the quality to go with it. He's a he's a he's a proper leader and he leads by example and he works hard. So absolutely delighted to have him back. I know, and Kara, I think it's safe to say that Roof Roof's a phenomenal football player, right? We are so lucky to have him. I think he's a great player. But just in front of goal tonight, he was maybe struggling a wee bit. Hadji comes on the pitch, lovely wee assist, and it's a tap-in for him, boom. Yeah. Yeah, I said the other way, other players, Roof's the type of player who doesn't hide as well. He still makes the same runs. Mm-hmm. He still tries to get in there. And even if he misses one, two or three chances, he still goes looking for the next one. Mellon McCoy's done that all his career. He missed more, <laughs> more chances than he scored. And he's a Rangers legend. So, come on, Roof, he can score with his head. He can take it by the foot. And he's a nuisance to play against. I like Ruth, I have to say. I think he's probably one of our best strikers. I know Morelos is always a man, but Ruth's up there with him. I just wish he was a bit more quicker. He is quick, but I wish he was quicker. But he can play either side. But I still think his best position for Kemal Ruth is through the centre. Ah, he's controlling everything. Scott is just phenomenal. The way he can retain the ball. He always sees a pass. Ruth is... I, I, I just think... I love him. I, I feel the way about Ruth that you do about Hadji, honestly. Good, good. I, I really appreciate Ruth. To be honest, I wasn't a fan. Um, it took me a couple of months to warm to him. Uh, I just thought he was he was quite a good poacher. But I tell you what, this season, I've really noticed how much he moves, particularly off the ball. He never stops running. Mm-hmm. He never, across, across the final third, or that, the, the width of the pitch, he's constantly moving. He's, he's not always looking to pick up the ball, but as a defender, it must be a nightmare to keep track of him. See if you have, if you play him centrally, he would score 30 goals, mm-hmm. 35 goals. Defenders can't pick him up, but he's he'd always be there to get on mm-hmm. the end of crosses. Mm-hmm. And yep. for me, the work Roof does is really highlighting the work Morellis isn't doing at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, Alfie's link up playing everything. I think it's getting so much better. His passing's getting so much better. But Scotty, that second goal, what's the goalie doing? He <laughs> did that a couple of times, didn't he? he? Did. His, pass, his passing was atrocious. All he kept doing was punting it out into the out into the ground, and he wasn't doing that. He was giving the ball back to us. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I, he kept Robbie McCrory out of the team, didn't he, last season? 
for he's a, actually a quite a good goalkeeper by the way exactly I don't know what he was on today I think he was just maybe he was on holiday with me and he's come back still sleeping but um, yeah I don't, I don't know what he's doing but yeah Morales took it well great finish uh, credit to him at least he was awake for that but you, you mentioned that this is this is a, a, a great I suppose it opens up a new debate about Morelos. You mentioned that his link-up play is really good. His link-up play is good when he gets the ball. Mm-hmm. But if the ball isn't around it, he's not interested in picking it up. He's not mm-hmm. interested in finding pockets of space. It's like incidentally the ball finds him and he lays it off really well. There's a huge difference. And fans are going to pick up on this and they're going to pick up on him. And when it's at the detriment of the team... And we see players like Roof and what Roof can do centrally. If we're now starting to accommodate Morelos, it's going to cause problems. And just on that second goal, Kier, right? And I don't know why, because he's scored so many goals. See when he picks that ball up and he yeah. doesn't shoot first time and he does that wee uh, thing. But I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Lundstrom's right there. He's going around the defender. <laughs> he's going to miss you. But no, boom. <laughs> rattled it in, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him miss him before, but... As soon as he had taken his gun, he had it really well, he kept it low. But Roof's, uh, Morales is that type of player, he comes alive when he's run about the goal area. But whereas Roof does so much work off the ball, whereas Alfie doesn't. And that's the difference. And maybe we're a better team, he can get away with that with Morales if he went to the Premiership or another league. But up in Scotland, you have to put an effort in because when the fans like to see effort, even though, might not be playing, we like to see effort. But it's the way Scottish football is played, you're playing against lesser players. So you have to put more effort in because if you don't, they'll just kick your death at you. But Alfie will still score goals this season. I just hopefully that will lead them on the goal he got tonight because he needs. He seems to be a confidence player as well. So I'm hopeful that goal tonight gives him a wee bit more confidence for the next few games because we need more goals in the team. I know Sakala scored that weekend and Ruth Marella scored, but we need to get more goals. We're lacking the goals this season mm-hmm. for some reason. No, we are. And Ricky Forbes, totally agree with Scotty. Morelos needs to move a lot more great finish. So please don't agree with Scotty. His head's already this size. Stop agreeing with him. And he's tired. <laughs> if, if everyone listening can leave their feedback at the end of the show, because someone wrote something really stupid on one of the other pods. What was it that... I don't know. I can't remember. Someone someone was amazing and they didn't mention my name. <laughs> I and I took it personally because I haven't been on the pod in about three weeks. Hank it, Miss Elaine, just because she's a female. <laughs> the lane was quite good on it, right enough, to be fair. <laughs> you can't say that, Kirk. Come on. I know. That's shocking behaviour. Anyway, anyway, we're through. We're through. I was, was going to say something else, but I've completely forgotten. That's because you're tired. I've been so distracted. You're tired. Was... We're through to the semi final, Scotty. No, uh, that was it. I remember now. Oh, okay. This Morelos thing, and I'm I'm talking to Kerr because he agrees with me, and it's like okay. really important that okay. we reinforce the point. I won't stop my camera. Morel- I have a puff in my pain, but you carry on. All right, Morelos. Yeah. He wasn't. It's for me. It's only been this season. It's really highlighted the the lack of movement. I wouldn't say it's lazy. It's just like a lack of movement. Yeah. The first six months of the season, bearing in mind the season only lasts what nine months anyway. Six months last season. He wasn't like that, was it? Something, something seems to have switched off. Or is it that... wasn't. As, it wasn't as bad as that. No, At certain games it was, but he was moving a lot more and he's putting a lot more running in because he was, 
he was pressing teams more and he was getting more mistakes for the defenders and we were getting maybe goals from it or chances from it. Whereas this season, he's not doing that. I don't know what's happened. Is it maybe because he never got his move? Who knows? You'd have to ask Alfie. Get Martin to take him. <laughs> right, can I just can I just point out, Scotty, that it was you that said to me that you had to get to your bed, right? It's now two minutes to eleven. No, no, we're, we're going longer because you asked a question. This has been one of the longest match reactions we've done, and Cami isn't even on. So you know, this is honestly right. So we're through the uh, semi-finals. Are you Scotty. are you moaning because we inject, inject a bit of personality into your pods? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? I don't have personality. So we're through to the semi-finals. For me personally, Scotty, I genuinely think this is a cup that Gerard really needs to win. I think he, if, it's, it's all well and good winning the league. It's brilliant, 55, fantastic, but his cup record has been atrocious. <laughs> it's been appalling. It's, well, if you want to really be factual, his whole record's been appalling, one trophy. Um, there's extenuated circumstances to that. There's There's... You can't win every trophy, but you reasonably would expect that perhaps you would have picked up another trophy or perhaps two, mm-hmm. and the opportunities have been there. And I think he's really conscious of that. And I think you could tell, and Kerr touched on it earlier, with the fact that Davis is in the squad. I think if perhaps the pressure wasn't there or we hadn't started the season so slowly, Davis is left out completely. Mm-hmm. So uh, 100% every single trophy is a priority. And yeah, it, it, I, I would I would say it's, now we're in the Europa League group stages. It probably maybe ranks priority wise. Luckily, you won't have to come to that. But I think in terms of Gerard's head at the moment, I think it's cups. Ah, hundred percent. And care that the one problem is that she Johnston are through, and they <laughs> seem to be. They seem to be the cup kings at the moment. But like I said to Scotty, same question to you. He needs to win a cup. We're through to the semi-finals of this one. I think it was, was it, was it Mourinho that always said you win the first cup available and it just gives you that bounce for the rest of the season. Or, all right, we get put out of both cups last season, we won the league. But he needs to win a cup. We're through to the semi-final of this one. Let's just go and win it. Yeah, I mean, Man City have won the last five league cups down in England and look at the seasons they have after it. So I think it does. And I think the fact that Gerard does, it's not so much he's not won a trophy, it's not even getting to the final and losing. He's losing mm-hmm. before the quarters before we even get to the semi-final. It's the only time we've only been to one final was against Celtic, is that correct? Yeah, and we played phenomenal, so, still get beat, yeah. So I think even if he'd been to a few finals and lost, it was still a bad record, but at least he's making finals, but he's only making the finals, so it looks worse. But I think we have to win a cup this season, this one or the Scottish Cup, but I'd like to get this one over the in the bag because it sets us up for the rest of the season, like you said. It does, it does. We will be back on Friday. Well, I won't be. Alan will be hosting with our preview for Dundee and we'll probably discuss whatever else. There's always something going on with Rangers that you just need to discuss. We'll be back on Friday. If you want to help support the podcast, you can do it through Patreon. You all know the script. If you want to help sign up and help support and hear hear more of my voice, luckily off camera, Scotty hasn't done any yet because he's extremely lazy and Kerr's done pretty much most of them. If you're watching on YouTube, oh, the link for that obviously is in the description, patreon.com forward slash Rangers Rabble. If you're watching on my YouTube, please do subscribe. We're on our way to 3K. Our target is, of course, 1 million subscribers. We will get there. We will get there, but we need to start by getting to 3K. If you're watching on Twitter, please retweet and like. 
Uh, one last swatch of the comments. Is there anything? So how does this Patreon? Sorry, Manchester's asked a question. So how does this Patreon thing work, Martin? Will I get notifications on YouTube? No, you won't. If you sign up on Patreon, you will get notifications through your email. You can download it onto your. You get an RSS link, I think it's called. Any podcast app you use, bang it on there. New new uh, podcast comes out on Patreon. Get it on your phone. There you go. Or you can watch it on your computer in the house when you're home at night instead of watching that other stuff that everybody watches. Anyway, thank you, everybody. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Scott. And we shall speak to you very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.